listen and subscribe to The Table of Truth on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Welcome everybody to Blurred Lines. It's your man Cam. With me as always is the non-neo loving whatever. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) As well as this is Josh, aka the non-computerized Morpheus. (laughs) And and this is D. AKA the professor who in the matrix is actually the one that's over both the analyst and the architect. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I and, uh, them what they know. and as you may have guessed it, this is blurred line reviews, matrix resurrections. <laughs> I don't know if it resurrected anything, to be honest. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, or, a few things, or should they have left it dead? Or should they so, left it dead? Okay. So here we are in 2021. Uh, we got old ass Keanu and old ass Carrie Ann Moss as Neo and Trinity back again in the Matrix. Um, we didn't want this sequel, but we got it. Because why are you engaging w- in ageism? Why they gotta be old? Because <laughs> man, this is a. Uh, it's actually it's funny because the reason why I said that is someone had brought that up in some of the reviews. Um, one of the things I would say before we even get started is. This movie is like super divisive. Like either people really, really hate it or people really, really love it. It's very hard to find like kind of people in the middle that were just kind of like, yeah, it was all right. But um, uh, I was talking to Anthony Tashering and he sent me um, the Reddit threads. And one was the red pill, which was uh, like everyone that hated it. And the other one was the rainbow pill, which is everyone that loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so I'll give it a little bit of positivity that I thought was kind of clever, but it didn't work in the end overall, was that they were telling on themselves and the social commentary was actually going on with remakes of all these movies. Yeah, um, They kind of broke the fourth wall trying to and, and, and kind of get off this propaganda, this leftist service level propaganda that they were trying to do for the overall arcing, especially with the board meetings and talking about the remakes and Animatrix, and, I mean, excuse me, the Matrix and how we're just mass marketing and stuff. So yeah. I was like, okay, I see where they're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but at the end of the day, it's preferential. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, you still made this movie. At the end of the day, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, point. It, I was kind of confused because again, what made the Matrix so? I think of the Matrix franchise as like what Apple Corporation is to the world. When mm-hmm. Apple introduced the iPhone, That's it was great. like transcendent. It was like, yep. yo, this is dope. Mm-hmm. And what the Matrix did with less. Was at the time, yeah, did this bullet time thing that was fucking revolutionary, and, and at the same time, they introduced concepts in storytelling that had me questioning my own reality in a sense. Mm-hmm. At the time it mm-hmm. came out, mm-hmm. the whole deja vu, the whole red pill, blue pill, the reality. Of, I was like, yo, this is crazy, right? Yeah. I remember seeing the Matrix trailer for seeing another movie, and I came out. Not remembering the movie I watched, but wanting to talk about what I just saw in the trailer. I was like, did we just see a dude dodge a hundred bullets? And, and how did mm-hmm. they do that? That camera make that camera uh work was incredible. Yeah. The whole story behind it got me hooked, right? I see the first matrix. I I want to know more about this world. They set the foundation for something great. The Animatrix comes out. I don't know if it came out in part after part two, before two, or whatever. It was uh, that, after really. Yeah, the trilogy. Time. Right. so the, the, the world building of the Matrix and the Animatrix was amazing. Mm-hmm. My problem with 
the Matrix Part Two and Part Three is I think they went away or they got too ambitious of what made them so dope. The thing about Apple when they have these keynotes to run it parallel is that everybody's expecting something brand new. They want the new mm. thing that's going to revolutionize while revolutionize the world. And what Apple tried to do, or I think they should do, is be consistent. And I think that's what's lacking from the Matrix. They lost their consistency from the first one. You went ambitious and better, bigger with the whole uh, CGI special effects fight scene, yep. the slow motion fight scene. And I'm just like, you're taking away the whole Zionist war, the whole sex scene that wasn't even necessary and it went away from what made the Matrix so amazing at, at first. Now, granted, I was a little confused in the beginning because I thought this was about to be on some tenant shit with uh, <laughs> Morpheus. Spo- spoiler alert, Morpheus being an agent or this version of Morpheus being an agent. Uh, and I was like kind of confused. Like, where are we going with this? I- I'm kind of intrigued, but I'm kind of confused. Uh, okay. Yeah. I- I'm going to say this too. Keanu is 57 years old, but he fooled us. He tricked us because in John Wick, he still looked like he got it. But in this, <laughs> he didn't look like he had it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Josh is telling us that they switched choreographers, and I'm like, okay, they are old, and they had this born identity type fight style, which I'm not a fan of right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Matrix Two and Matrix Three is aged terribly. Uh, cool part, they brought the Merovingian back, which is kind of funny. I was that like, was, okay, cool, that was dope. Um, but overall, I was just like, this didn't need to be made. It was too much exposition, too yeah. much slow mo. The fight scenes that we were at at at, at worst. We can hold our. We can be like, okay, they're gonna have some dope fight scenes. We're mad right. at best. Yep. Uh, aging Naomi, I think that was her name. Naomi, Naomi, did look right. I mean, it was just like, did we need this? No, <laughs> did it need to be two and some change hours long? No, if you just yeah. did it a hundred minutes, I would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris' character was actually okay. I dug it as the analyst. He was okay to me. Uh, I dug the color schemes, giving the hints, the everything in blue and everything in red. Yep. Uh, color schematics was pretty cool. But overall, <laughs> I was like, and eh, this, this to me, I was like, yo, this movie's cheeks. Don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. 2000 Makes words. Two, 2021 uh, word yeah. for horrible is cheeks. It's yeah. cheeks. Make, I, 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 as, a, as, a, as an entire series, I'm only acknowledging the first Matrix and the Animatrix. Those are done very well. Yeah. If 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 it ended on that note, the world of the Matrix, and I and also this is my last point. It was it was too safe. They did what Star Wars does, stuck to a formula yep. that they're gonna make money, yep. but they're not challenging themselves with good storytelling or taking mm. the story away from Neo. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's, that's the that's the part where like like I actually enjoyed it, but then the, the all the negatives that you pointed out were all on point. Like there was no stakes at all. Like no one died. Like nope. and, the, and then like, I think the other thing too was um, I rewatched the first Matrix first before I watched this on purpose because I remember because uh, Josh had said something about the sound design and the and the score. So I was just like, let me go back to re- revisit the Matrix one. Like the sound design for Matrix one is fucking ridiculous. Like yeah. it's on point. It's, like yeah. even the score yeah. too, like there's a yeah. part, mm-hmm. there's parts where there's no score and it's just them talking and it's super dead quiet and it yeah. gives more gravity to it. It lets the scene breathe. And then mm-hmm. um, I love that the, you know, 
for Matrix One, you had a green tint on over everything in the Matrix, yep. and then in, in, and in the real world, it had it was gritty and grimy gritty. and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yep. And so they really made sure that you felt that there was two separate worlds working there. Yep. Where I think in this one, that's the part they didn't really get, where everything was super colorful and all that stuff in the Matrix, where the real world. All right, to uh, Niobe's uh, credit. Again, she's like a tired black woman. She over here making strawberries, having a, a functioning society, <laughs> and these dumbass white people trying to come and fuck it up. So I actually liked your character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But on a technical fight, that was the thing I saw was a misstep where I was just like, yo, man, you guys kind of set a good steeze uh, early, and then you kind of went away from that. And that was actually to your detriment. Um, I think overall, like I enjoyed it because I like I like I like the allegory of a um a kind of a washed neo being like a middle aged man and having kind of like that quarter life crisis and so or, or midlife crisis honestly and so you have him kind of functioning through this loop of what a lot of people are going through right now whether they were super ambitious when they were young and then now they're they're in their forties or fifties and they're just kind of like this is it this is my whole life now this is where I was super ambitious back then and now I'm just kind of like eh? <laughs> can I pause you real quick before you go mm-hmm. who does that remind you of. Who talking about uh, Neo? Yeah. Oh, his midlife crisis thing. Who does that remind you of, though? Overall, cynical, mm. regrets his decision, look washed. Doesn't it remind you of an old ass Luke that we didn't want? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> True. There you go. And we and, and I said that was a mistake. Yeah. Making it that way. You know, yeah, you're right. I think, and sure. then uh, a, a lot of people's negative, especially like, again, I was the Reddit th- thread is is fun just for the laughs because the people that really love it, they go fucking way too ham on it and all these allegories and like whatever. But the people that hate it, a lot of the things that I noticed was the parts of the trilogies that you liked or uh, that or about the Matrix part that a lot of people that hated it, that that's what they were so mad about because this time around it was just about Neo and Trinity and their love story and da, 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 da. Yeah. But the original trilogies are actually a love story. Like I actually didn't like the love story of Trinity and Neo personally, but I thought in the fourth one, it actually was like a lot better. It felt a little bit more earnest. And actually the chemistry was a lot better in this one specifically for their love story. Like the trilogies I didn't really care for. I usually fast forward it to it, but this one I was like, oh shit, this actually feels kind of good. But I also um, harked back on to like, Almost like going back to the politics wise, almost like a neoliberal um, look at things like love conquers all. Like let's sacrifice the whole for these two dumbass people. And that's why mm-hmm. Naomi was kind of pissed because she was like, "Yo, I've been working sixty years to make a, a harmonious society with humans and 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 machines, and you want to throw this way all, all over a piece of ass." Like that's why she's so pissed about that. But yeah, um, I mean, overall, go ahead, Josh. Overall, I think. So I differ from Cam with the with the original Matrix trilogy. I think individually. After the first movie, the second and third movies, those as individual films don't really, I mean, they, they hold up, but they hold up differently. Like they're not as good as the first one. Everyone agrees that that from a story standpoint, that the first, the second and third Matrix films don't really hold a candle to the first one. But I think, I've so I came to a, a, a really recent epiphany watching all three of them back to back to back. And as a whole story, they still work. And actually they work really differently when you watch them back, to, when you watch them one behind the other. Um, the, the, as a holistic story, it works really differently. Um, and, you know, I think in that regard, as a story, as a whole story, uh, including the Animatrix even, um, it all works. It all folds in nicely. Everything plays, everything plays off of the previous installment in my opinion, really, really well. Then you get to this movie. 
which kind of plays off the original trilogy and and, and this and the and the world building of the animatrix kind of <laughs> um and it just doesn't it doesn't do all the things that made the original trilogy and the animatrix work the way that it did um it just so the story's weaker so there's that then you know and i think cam made this point in his review the the special effects and the 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 fight choreography the, uh uh cam you also mentioned just the you know the color palette from the with the cinematography and and the color grading and what have you um just it just it all falls way short of the standard of an anim, of, of a proper matrix movie um and so okay the story is weak but then the aesthetic of the matrix would would have been there that falls short. Then, you know, the, uh, Cam pointed out with the fight choreography, they have a different, for, uh, a different, uh, a different choreographer. Like Wu Ping is just a master, master, master fight choreographer. So even his weakest film still has amazing visual fight scenes. And none of that is present in the, in the matrix. So you figure, okay, you don't have a story. You don't have, uh, you know, eye-popping fight scenes. All right, cool. At the very least, there's going to be a new trick. There's going to be some new ground broken in terms of filmmaking, in terms of visual effects. And you don't have that. So you don't have a story. You don't have good fight choreography. You don't have great cinematography. You don't have a new thing that they've invented to make this to, to make you go, well, it, all that other stuff was weak, but that one scene where dot 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 happened and they did xyz thing was eye-popping and i want to see that i will i will rewatch rewatch this film just to see that one thing so that so none of this stuff is there none of the stuff that made a matrix film a matrix film was present in this and so it just feels like what did you do this for if you're not going to be able to give us something that was part of the original trilogy that made the original trilogy just go, yo, you know what? I didn't like this and I didn't like that, but you need, you still need to see it for X, Y, Z. None of that stuff is, there's no reason to see this film. <laughs> there's no reason for anyone to recommend this film to anybody. And so, you know, it just, it falls really flat as a result. It, and, and I think Cam, you put it perfectly. What did you make this, if that's the case, what did you make this film for? And, you know, I, I try to be the fairest guy in the room and be on some, well, you know, they didn't have the budget that they had, you know, uh, and shout out to, to OG Table of Truth member Pope. Pope pointed out that they did more with a lot less with the first one because it was $65 million budget. Mm-hmm. And that's a low budget, even by 1999 standards. So yeah, uh, kudos to him for, for making that point. However, with the second and third films, I think they ran a budget of like $325 million for the pair, yeah, which at ridiculous. the time is unheard of. Nobody was making movies with that much money. So, okay, they did less with more in the first one. Then they did war, more with more in the second one because nobody had ever done a fight scene like the, the, like the big brawl in the park. Nobody had ever done anything like that. Whether you like the CGI or not as a whole or the ball of wax, but just the core of that fight scene itself is one of the most amazing. And Cam, I know I see you smiling. One of the <laughs> most amazing American fight scenes in film history, whether or not internationally is a whole other ball of wax. You threw as soon as I said that in the chat, I know you threw me like two, three links of like the raid films. 
<laughs> and how those obliterate uh, and, and how those completely obliterate Ooh. the Matrix film. Iron yes. I'll, I'll give film. credit where credit is due. Yes, that is 100%, 100% accurate. Before American filmmaking, there is nothing that is touching the Matrix, the the the, the second Matrix film. And that was a tentpole moment in, in the trilogy, in my opinion. So if you so again, you know, to reiterate, if you're not going to have those th- things like that to sort of prop up a movie that is of the level and the, the standard of a Matrix film, you're not saying nothing. So then why bother? Like, why bother? I mean, well, why bother making it is because we know at the very least it's going to make a little bit of money. But yeah, yeah. Where, I, I, I see you, Cam. Yes, <laughs> it's going to make it's going to make at least a little bit of money. But then it didn't even do that because it got obliterated by Spider-Man and whatever the other film was that just got released. Um, uh, in the same time period. Or so, like that. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah, D, so, you know, D, D, awfully quiet. D, wait, one quick thing before D goes off. Josh, it sounds like the Matrix was the new iPhone that just upgraded the camera only. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Exactly. <laughs> Reference. Yeah. That's it. Go well, ahead, I, D. I mean, I. I agree with 100% what Josh said, what Cam said. I mean, I don't think there's no room to... They Again, it's about expectation, right? So I had no expectation just because the problem with a Matrix 4 being made and being made and released in 2021 is that it is a 19, 18, 20-year-old sequel um, that hasn't had any content or development in between. So it's so unoriginal. It's so indicative of what's happening overall in Hollywood filmmaking right now, which is it's all the same recycling and rehashing of a bygone better period of the of of Hollywood. Right. So like now in January, there's a screen movie coming out like it's it's and it's just called Scream. It's not a reboot. It's a sequel. And it has the original cast in it. Everybody, mm-hmm. Sydney has no serial killer has been able to kill Sydney Prescott. And so it's so it, it, again, not to veer off topic, but that is just what I saw when I was watching this. It was just a big like, like every moment was just like shaking my head. Just like, <laughs> like I cannot believe that there are filmmakers like the Wachowskis and all these people are getting paid all this money to do this bullshit. Like, and that, <laughs> and I just say that to say. Because I watched it, and again, I had no problems with it in terms of a competent film that's made. It's certainly better than 90% of what uh, WB was doing for DC. But at the same time, that's a low bar that ain't even a bar in and of itself. Like, uh, for example... You know, I'm watching it and what you guys mentioned about the cinematography. That was the biggest thing that stood out to me in the in the trailer. I was like, why is everything so colorful? Like, why is it all these uh, these sharp, really, uh, uh, really detailed, contrasting colors? That's like when everything was washed out in the original Matrix and it was just mostly green and white and 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 beige. But that was sort of. Thematic. It, it played into that this is an artificial world. Like just like all the cities were nondescript, and all of the the people were nondescript. They were they were bots almost, which is you know something that's they introduced, but was kind of like 
trying to parallel bots on the internet and the narrative itself was so convoluted that I didn't even, I didn't even try to focus on any real detail, but the connecting to the original matrix, that was philosophical. That was uh, playing out the real question of what trajectory mankind is on in terms of artificial intelligence. The action aspect of it was an added byproduct of the narrative that they were trying to tell that they were telling. That's why you've got very specific key scenes where that happened. And as a result, they're iconic, they're memorable, they last forever because they were not just thrown out there because it was, oh, let's have a bullet time moment. Oh, let's have a slow motion. Flex. No, they were purposeful. They were yeah. driven. And, they and I, was, I double checked on the uh, the budget. The budget for Matrix Resurrections was a whopping one seventy five million. Yeah, like it's not even gonna make. Well, now, now what is it Bruh. made so far? Bruh. probably like 70, 70 or eighty. Yeah, yeah, it's not having made much. Crazy, yo. That who's gonna go nice. to the end? That's the strategy. An arrogance in that strategy. Who's gonna go in on Christmas weekend to see a twenty pay pay? To see a twenty-year-old <laughs> sequel, a twenty-year-old sequel, chant, risk getting Omicron, uh, uh, <laughs> to deal with all the things of holiday traffic, all of that stuff, to see the Matrix Resurrection. No, mm-hmm. man, especially when it's, when it's right there on HBO Max. I'll sign up for free and watch it, and then <laughs> before I go and and pay to see it in theaters. So, no, it just wasn't it. Overall, it connected back to what I originally thought when they announced they were doing. It was completely unnecessary. It should not have happened. Um, now that it has happened, it's a popcorn fart and nobody's going to remember. It. And as far as a new trilogy, they keep making these if they want to. But I can tell you that shit dead in the water. I wouldn't see even watch a next one on for free on HBO Max. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I think um, boat, and usually I give anything a shot. Like, but y'all, like know I, me. I, I, like I, I said, I'll, I'll try to be fair and be like, well, let's see what happens. I'm, I have like this hurt. I have no interest. Hey, <laughs> I've been I, I, I always say when Josh is always puppies and positivity. So when he hates a movie, he <laughs> moves, hey, folks, when he yeah. says it ain't good, it probably ain't good. It's I mean, yeah, if I, I, yeah, I'm usually yeah. I, I will confess, I'm usually the 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 bright. The, I usually look for the bright spot, but there's no there's no bright spot to this film. None. I think I have my my expectations were pretty low going in because we, we've been talking about the uh, the overall like rehashing. Of no, all they weren't. Really. Remember, we went to go see we uh, we went to go see Dune and we saw the trailer and we kind of looked good. at each other like, yo, this could That's be a thing. But my I still kept my expectations low because Hollywood has been pretty bad with their rehashing of lately. Like a lot of their mm. rehashes suck. Like just in general. Okay. And yeah. I think, but I think also too, rewatching Matrix One and then watching this again, that's when the, like those technical aspects as D was mentioning uh, was definitely bringing in. So like, like for me, I think the like the technical aspects of it is a part that made it worse for me. Like I didn't like the color grading, I didn't like the sound design was horrible. The freaking yeah. the score was bad. Again, Josh, I blame you for me k- k- caring about these things now. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but it, it definitely took it out. But then the but then the aspects that I actually enjoyed. I actually enjoyed the whole like wash Neo kind of like in that midlife crisis situation. There's a big thread on uh, Reddit where someone was like, yo, you're trying to tell me that Trinity, a mom of two, is just going to 
go with some random dude <laughs> that she met at the coffee shop and blah, blah, blah. That makes everything okay. And then again, I'm like, I get where you're coming from, but also it's also is there is no spoon. So if there's no spoon, there's no kids. And right. so one of the overarching mm-hmm. things I noticed in the, the love thread for all this, uh, a lot of people really like the meta aspect of it. A lot yeah. of people were identifying with these types of characters of being in this space. Like I'm middle aged, I'm in a place I don't like or whatever. And they kind of like latched onto that part of the, the movie. Um, I also noticed that a lot of the the people that were older, that's the parts that they kind of identified with. And then the people that are on the hate part, like we're talking, you guys are talking about like kind of what Cam was saying, like, you know, they, they didn't need to make this. We got it anyways. And I think I'm the oldest person in the room. I did not identify with any of that. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you, actually. Um, But I think I think that's the one thing I think for like, I actually enjoyed it at the end. I was like, all right, cool. But kind of like what D said, it's it's popcorn. You look at it, you keep it moving. And it's not where the Matrix before you were talking about it a lot before you're having conversations, whether you liked it, whether you didn't like it. This is going on where you think it's going to go. But this one definitely was you watched it. You can forget about it and keep it moving. I think. the next I'm curious to see like what they're trying to do with this, because, again, you know, WB is not the smart, brightest of the they're not going to be able to do a damn thing with this. It <laughs> the, <feels miserable. laughs> the, the, the brightest of them. They're not the brightest of the bunch. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the smartest play would take this to animation. You can do more. Possibly. Or yeah, cereal. Animation or TV. Cereal series, or something you know, like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. But again, even, but even when you look at the Animatrix and, and, and how that was done, it was hellishly ambitious. Like yeah. it really like again it, it it's it is the temple of the Matrix franchise to break new ground, and the Animatrix even with and and this is like at the beginning of the height of anime, the Animatrix broke new ground in terms of story, in like, terms of stylization, okay. in terms of following the film and building on that world in a yeah. way that we could not have possibly envisioned. And so, again, I don't think it feels like the imagination isn't there because with one hundred sixty five million dollars, you could have given me one tentpole moment. You could have given me one. And that was what The Matrix was about. Moments building, act, building, building moments through story, building moments through action. Uh, well, and well, there's no one beat. There's yeah. no one story beat that pops out of this thing. There's no one action beat that pops out of this thing that you're like, oh, well, you know, it was it, it wasn't at great. Like even with Revolutions. There's a there's at least something you can point to and go, well, the story wasn't great, but there is this thing that happened, you know, with 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 uh, Reloaded, the story's weaker, but you can still point to me like, well, there is this one thing that happened. I mean, we still got more, but we still got more refined bullet time. Uh, we still got the, bra- the 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 bully brawl in the park. Like there were things that happened to you like, yo, I didn't like that. I don't there's certain things I don't like about these movies, but I can certainly point to something that jumped out and there's nothing about this movie that is that is that special that jumps out i, I feel like i'm beating a dead horse but there's nothing <laughs> to it it's just there D'Angelo, I what you say? Uh, say just say that again you the problem that we're all facing is that these are movies that could be very these are budgets that could be very well invested in into other things, into more mm-hmm. creative, original stuff. The Matrix happened when it happened. It was specific to a specific generation. It's just like Star Wars or the late the original Star Wars trilogy, but late 90s. Like it's 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 frozen in time for that reason. For better or worse, of the reloaded and revolutions, you can accept it 
because it comes, as Josh pointed out earlier, as the whole package of that era, of that period. So now I agree with you guys. Move it into animation or redeem it in television, because I think you still have a very strong, high concept narrative to be told there about Mm -hmm. uh, that focuses on humanity, the human element of it, which is what the first Matrix did quite well. But you can see where you can go further, because if they can do that in two hours, imagine what they can do with that story in in eight to ten hours. You know, you can really build something special and build something that has and and just using the Animatrix as a Bible, because the, the Animatrix is basically structure the narrative as an anthology and that's being stories being pulled from the database of the machine of Zion's interface and the pieces of information that they pull together about how humans got to this point. And I said before, the one thing I love about the animation is that it showed more about humans fucking building that, digging our own grave as more, more than the movies do. The movies make it seem like the machines were just these evil oppressors that came and that that just took over one day. It's like, no, it's a little more nuanced than that. Humans were still assholes, and that's what led to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. I think that they did went into more of a serialized or uh, animation situation. It could actually tell a better story because the world is still dope. I was like, here, even even in this one, like some of the, the world bits, like I like how they use the mirror in terms of, of getting in as opposed to a phone. Yeah, um, and yeah. those aspects, like, there's still bits and pieces in it that were like, oh, that's clever, or oh, that's interesting. How the exiles uh, with the Merovingian, the the Hobo Vigian, as people call it, <laughs> uh, like that was fun. That was like funny like there were, there, there were positive points i mean you know N- neil patrick harris i'm a huge fan so whatever but you know i think he even that fell short i, I, you know, I was about to go positive and i can't even do that with him um <laughs> but you know i mean yeah. he was a bright spot and i feel like you know considering the mother and father of the matrix being you know the the um the, the oracle yeah the oracle and um, the architect, you know, they, they, they didn't have huge roles in in the first or the second or the, thir- the first uh, in the first trilogy. But they, they loomed large once they yeah. appeared, like once they're, you know, once you understood their role in the whole thing uh, and, and they weren't able to sort of position Neil Patrick Harris as the as the as the, the analyst. It, it, it just it didn't it didn't land where it was supposed to. But his middle, middle, middle management, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his, his performance was good, but it didn't. They didn't give him a lot to work with, in my opinion. Um, reworking this, reworking Smith. Eh, okay, you know, I guess sort of. Well, that that was more of a conflicting issue because the uh, the guy, uh, what's his name, he played. He was even he was doing another flick. He was one he was supposed to be in it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he couldn't make it. Um, but I was gonna say something too. Another thing that didn't hit, and I was like, I know this is a death nail in the coffin, is when he was like, Oh, I still know Kung Fu. That didn't even hit. It did not. He was like, no, it did not. It did not land at all. It landed better in the trailer. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, yo, he's a computer program. Plug him back in, he should be good to go. Yeah, yeah. and he didn't explain why he has less ability. That made no sense. Okay, so so explain this to me. Why was he looking like a Jedi throughout the whole movie? Yeah, doing force pushes, (laughs) (laughs) less on his fist. 
And then Trinity, all of us, is she the one? Like she flying now? Like what's she's going the other on? one. binary uh, diversity diversity yeah so it's a binary situation where it's it's neither one or the other it's you see my face (laughs) (laughs) they didn't didn't land a bird like i feel like that's that's fine so conceptually the movie has something resembling legs but they never get off to a run they never get off to a jog they don't even walk it just like stumbles all over the place you know, yeah, I, I, agree with you, Cam, I agree when you said, you know, Cam, when you said that, you know, the beginning of it sort of had, you know, had a little interest and a little intrigue, you know, him as a gaming, uh, a game, a software program, a gaming software programmer. And, you know, uh, sort I, of I, that, thought, I, I thought that was clever that the Matrix and they, they hid in plain sight. What was yes. the issue? Yeah. That was yep. cool. That was cool. Yeah, was definitely yeah. Cool. There, there, there are some there, there are the beginnings of some bright spots with the with the with the core of the story, with the plot and what have you, and how they how they resituation, uh, how they resituate the uh, the the remade Matrix, the, the this next version of the Matrix, um, sort of almost like you said, hiding in plain sight. But it, the, the premise, and I'm sure that made a great pitch. I'm sure that's how this got made. Now that I'm now I'm verbalizing all this. As a pitch, conceptually, this works. As an actual film, it needed more resources. I think maybe, and, maybe, maybe yeah. as a redeeming, as a possible redeeming moment, it's not that the film could not have been more. It's that they didn't have more to make it with. But yeah, this cuts again, say, like, Pope, again, shout out to Pope. I, I'm, I'm conflicted because he, he definitely made a really good point when he and I were going back and forth on this they made more with a lot less go- yeah. to begin with. So the argument can be made that if they did that before, they should, in theory, be able to do that again. You know, whether yeah. or not they have that, you know, whether, whether or not you could travel backwards, uh, you know, to, to your roots once you have, you know, once you start out with nothing and you come up with more, you know, and you're able to do more, can you travel backwards and now do less with more, you know, more with less to, to, to restart something? That's, that's a debate. I was also going to say too. This one was only one of the Wachowskis, as opposed to both of them. And also, right. that was, that's that's a major thing. And then also too, um, you know, a lot of the Sense Eight actors that the Wachowskis did in um in Netflix were in this one. And one of the things that helped mm-hmm. Sense Eight overall was they had um J. Michael uh, Straczynski in it to kind of the pull God, them God. back. Yep, when they when they were kind of doing some craziness. So I think there's like two. I think those two important factors is probably what led to kind of this uh, the the holes that happened here. Where one, you kind of need both of them to kind of balance them out, and I think you also need an overarching hand to be like, yo, 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 let's pull this back and make this make sense. And I think they didn't have any of that this time, and so that's where it kind of just meandered and kind of did its thing. Yeah, mm, 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 mm. didn't need it, but I got it, but. Here's another here's another interesting tidbit. After Jupiter Ascending, they had to close their um their production company. So mm. they didn't have so even even in that regard, they didn't have the resources like Jupiter Ascending being the massive failure that it was. Um conceptually, again, great film from a concept standard, from a concept standpoint, great, 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 great movie. Story shaky. Literally everything else about it was shaky. Yep. Um but they wound up losing their production company, like I started to say, um, behind the failure of Jupiter Ascending. So I don't even in that regard, they didn't have the same resources on hand, the same team, the same anything to make this what the original trilogy Matrix was. Mm. 
Yeah, not so, 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 so that's another point. That's yeah, that's another good point because like I think also with like um Smith, someone uh, someone was bringing up that was like Smith in the trilogies was like an agent of chaos, and this one he was just kind of like a gap model, just like hey, what's going on, guys? Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm here. All right, let me bounce. <laughs> like this, like there was like. Honestly, I, if they if they couldn't get Hugo Weir, uh, Weaving to come back, they should just like X them out. They should have just waited. In my opinion, character. like the, the the and the other thing is the architect, uh, even though it was the overarching antagonist, didn't have some dastardly villainous plot going. And that's mm-hmm. the reason why I was like, get this an analysis analyst <laughs> out of here, man. Like, that's not what the Matrix was. It wasn't supposed to be some goofy superhero trip. It was supposed to be uh, a story that was contemplative about, again, the, the projection of where humanity is going in terms of how we apply and use uh, uh, mostly digital and cloud-based technology. And so the whole premise of their being of the like again architect neo found the architect it wasn't like the architect was was he was watching neo but he understood the fundamental thing which is eventually we're gonna reset this food <laughs> we, we, we don't matter what he's doing because we're gonna reset him and when he finally makes it he's like look you this is all not new friend like you can <laughs> make a choice go that way or which way is makes no difference to me because i don't have that problem of choice like humans do yeah. you know i know where i stand and i thought originally that the fake smith was the durex machina uh from um from the the the, th- the machine that he makes the pack with in revolutions the one that was, mm. that was apparently that rejacked him into the matrix in the first place so when they came up with this whole, then they didn't explain what pop made them. I mean, obviously it was a lack of energy and all that stuff. So the machines start popping off on each other, but that was under bait. It was too, it was too convoluted and not enough and too much exposition in the wrong place. Too many mm-hmm. of the not, old not enough there, there. still there trying to make it new, but still failing to develop it. Like the Morpheus thing was just, just flat. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Flat. yeah, It just should not have been there at all. Just, just <laughs> fell. Hey, no, no, hey. yeah, yeah, but that shouldn't have. He, they should have made a new character. Hey, you know what we call that? Cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> to bring it back to, to the beginning. Cam was right. Uh, and that could be said for every movie that they've been trying to do like that. So, because it's all like we shouldn't even spend our money on this type of stuff. Because again, there are people out there with fresh and original ideas, and they probably pitching them. But because it's like, oh, this is what's gonna sell. We just bring this. We just pull the matrix out the closet because guess what the matrix was a big fucking deal 30 years ago and it was true 30 years ago hey man i i ain't pay no money for this movie but i'm gonna say less i ain't gonna say no more about that so (laughs) (laughs) and on that note i think that's that's a good spot to end it at um thank you fellas for the review are we gonna scale one to ten it before we go yes we are josh started off I give this movie a hard five. Cam? Cheeks. 
Kat Smart Radio. <laughs> 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 was straight buns, man. Was, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't rather. Go ahead. Go ahead. go ahead, D. What's your, what's your score? Uh, no, it gets no score from me. Uh, it, this, is, this is just <laughs> like zero with, with Snyder. No, no, no. It just oh. Snyder was a zero. This is this is more so um, just na like it just flat. It wow, just flat out gets nothing from me in terms of other than the comments I gave. It's not getting any stars, no rating, <laughs> no, no. It's wow. not even worthy no. worthy of being rated. Not worthy. I don't think I've ever heard you say that. Right, preach, yeah, brother. Preach. Just not, this, preach. This comes in between because when it's this, because again, they shouldn't have made it. So it don't get no, it don't get no rating. You know, I tell you like this, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> hey man, so, no easy okay. props. On, no on the scale props. of not, uh, not, not, I agree that it shouldn't have been made, and that that's not a five. I, 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 I might give it a one. <laughs> I'm gonna that's give fair. it. A, I'm gonna give it a six because yeah. I actually enjoyed watching it. Like I was just like, oh, you know, whatever. At the end of it, I was like, oh, you know, it has its problems and all that. But like at the end, I was like, all right, I, I didn't Ooh. feel like. I didn't feel like my time was super duper wasted, like when I watched fucking uh, the mediocre mayoral cut. But at the same time, it's not like you said; it's not good. Like it's not a good movie. But yeah. and I, that's I, okay. Yeah, exactly. Now I think that's that's how I looked at it. Um, it is all right, it is. you you hear it here first. We got a, a cheeks, a one, a the non applicable, <laughs> and a six. So what is that? Like a three? <laughs> that might be a three. That might. That might. That might. Cheeks is like a, it's like a double zero. Yeah, Cheeks is a double zero. The, the <laughs> NA is, is just NA. Like, you get nothing from that. <laughs> That's your, uh, your... Three. If we're the only ones giving it a rating and I'm giving yeah. it a one and you're giving it a six. <laughs> so That's we like have terrible math. <laughs> Do not I... listen to us on math advice. Uh, so... Thank you, everybody, for listening. You know, Blurred Lines Reviews. We'll be back. We'll be reviewing some more stuff in the next couple of weeks uh, coming up. And um, yeah, man, thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. I just did a pod. <laughs>